morning, Joe. How are you today? Doing fine. Preparing for the storms. I guess. <laughs> 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 They've told us about it 85 million times, so something better happen. <laughs> I know. See, didn't get much rain yesterday after all the talk. No, and really the weather was just gorgeous for the big dance party on Hancock Adams Comet on Sunday. <laughs> it was a gorgeous day. What a great turnout, too. Yeah, folks really seem to enjoy those um, uh, community events for sure. Indeed. I was wondering, Mayor, if we could uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Welcome Center that's open at Eastern Nazarene College. You know, last week when we talked, you had hoped there might be some type of a community meeting put together to let folks know what's going on there. Has anything uh, emerged from yes, that? Yes, actually, I'm uh, still waiting to hear from the state. They've agreed to do that. They're trying to coordinate holding a meeting uh, with the right parties, including the NC. Uh, again, my office has not been notified of a date yet, but they've agreed to do it. Okay, I know that governor is holding a press conference later this morning uh, regarding the whole migration status here in the state of Massachusetts, possibly right. considering declaring it a crisis, which I guess would open up some federal funding. Would the city benefit from that? Um, it, it's possible. It, it's still uh, there's still a lot of questions, more questions than answers, Joe. For example, if if there were school age, age kids and they were there long enough attending our schools, then yes, the state would reimburse us for costs related to that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm not aware of any um, uh, revenue sharing or reimbursement rate, and I, I'm not anticipating any other issues, but some things could come up. Now, you know, that may have an effect on how ENC operates if, um, if or some other nonprofits are involved. I don't know how they provide the meals, et cetera, et cetera. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, at least on our end, I'm not aware of any any uh, any other way. Okay, it seems like there may be some um, <clears throat> communication issues, some language issues, if uh, if there are students in the schools that where English is not their primary language. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, you know we we've, we've got a lot of kids in our schools that that English is not their primary language, mm-hmm. and we um, obviously we take care of that. Um, so uh, we used to that. So I'm I'm sure. We'll be able to manage it. Okay. Mayor, can we talk a little bit also about uh, Faxon Park? Uh, there are some plans maybe to make some changes, some improvements at Faxon Park. Well, as you know, Faxon Park is one of our largest parks in our system with some uh, parcels added a number of years ago, um, for example, where the high school was going to go, and some other pieces have been added through open space. So it's a pretty, pretty big piece now, and um, it's... Uh, it always needs attention. I mean, we're never able to do everything, but certainly it's an urban forest that needs work. We did some trails a few years ago, uh, which has been well-received. We've done the, I think they call it Frisbee Golf, a yep. uh, little course up there that's been very well used. And uh, we're looking at some of the uh, addition area where we picked up from, from those other parcels, perhaps do um, some pickleball courts and, and some other formal uses. In addition, we're looking at uh, probably a pavilion in the restroom area with uh, a secondary picnic site like it used to be up there because pageant field is, uh, you know, we reject people all the time because there's lots of field mm-hmm. all summer long. The calendar fills right up. So it would give us another beautiful spot for people to enjoy for outings and so forth. So I know Commissioner Murphy's been working with Councilor Andronico and the neighborhood on the potential improvements. Obviously, the neighbors that live along the park side. I'm interested in any 
formal activities near their homes, and I understand that, but there's plenty of room up there on the far side to address some of those uh, potential new additions. And perhaps we can have a second egress from uh, the Falls area because it just, the park leads over to that side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Commissioner Murphy and his team is working hard on it. Yeah, I know he has talked about that at uh, Second Access, but made it uh, abundantly clear that that would not result in a cut-through for motorists. Correct. Absolutely yeah. not. Yep. Um, so would that be something that's happening later this year, or is that still in the plans for next year? I think uh, there could be some maintenance work done this fall, but I think the bulk of it probably be done next year. Okay. Very good. Uh, as you know, the uh, state finally approved... Uh, budget for the fiscal year that started two months ago or so. <laughs> uh, and just looking through it, um, Quincy benefits uh, substantially uh, in a lot of different areas, most notably, I guess, for public education. Yeah, the Chapter 70, is, it was really the where the increase was. Yeah. You know, as, as uh, folks may know, we get both state aid, local aid. It's broken down into uh, unrestricted general local aid and Chapter 70 local aid, and then Chapter 90, which is money towards street resurfacing and uh, the big big significant increase was in the education side the chapter 70 which was uh, very timely for us because of all the uh, contracts that we settled and we had some market adjustments on some of the real lower paid employees such as food service workers and the cafeterias uh, paraprofessionals I mean they were barely making minimum wage so uh, we made some good adjustments so that that helps quite a bit um, as you also know, we, as a city, we did a lot of dedicate a lot of resources to the schools beyond the school budget, from the various departments, the debt service, uh, health insurance, all those other categories. So this does help us uh, keep up with some of those costs that continue to rise. And I want to thank you know Speaker Mariano and Representatives Chan and Ayers and Senator Keenan for their advocacy and support of local aid. Uh, they've been great partners for us. Yep, it's uh, according to this breakdown, forty-five point one million dollars, Chapter Seventy for the city. Um, what does that uh, represent for an increase over the last year's budget? Do you know? Um, I think I think it's about ten million dollars. Wow. Okay. So yeah. quite significant. Yes. Uh, and Chapter Ninety, it doesn't break down the Chapter Ninety. Do you know what the city is receiving? I don't know if they've settled it yet. Okay. It's kind of a it's local A, but it comes under a separate category, so they may not have reached that one yet, but. I know in the last few years it was about a uh, million nine, yeah. so, which is you know we appreciate, but it doesn't go <laughs> that that far. That's why we're doing our own program um, that we've been underway now for the last couple of years, a hundred million dollar road program over ten years, and we certainly use that towards it, and it helps for right. sure. Uh, but um, people would be waiting forever if we didn't do what we're doing in the local initiative. So we're making great progress. Uh, both um, contractors, Jerome and Susie, uh, and some others are doing great, great work out there. We're getting a lot of positive comments from people on the on the new roads. Yeah, as I recall, the uh, the 1.9 million just about paid for the Adam Street section improvements, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't go far out of dollar anymore. Exactly. Um, there is funding I see for improvements to Rashuti Drive, forty thousand dollars. I'm sure that's not enough to uh, completely redesign that intersection, but that obviously is in the in the thought process at least. Yeah, I think mean, that's that's um, something to help with the transition. We're going to try to do a temporary lighting setup. Oh, and uh, and then uh, our our team is working hard with Mass Dot 
on a, a permanent plan there. It's obviously a state intersection, and the state would on the majority of it, but the city's uh, through the Quarry Hills accounts picking up the tab for some of the design work uh, and for some of the cost of this temporary light system, mm-hmm. which uh, I, mean, I don't know that much about except that both the state and our traffic parking lighting team think it will, will help, um, at least in the meantime, until we do the more permanent solution. Okay. Very good. Uh, Mayor, we, uh, we lost uh, the chairman of the planning board in the past mm-hmm. week. Yes, um, quite a blow. Um, Richie Mead was been around a long time. He was he worked for the city from a from a young age, and then went up the ladder to become the planning director until his retirement. And then, of course, we tapped him to come back to serve on the board, and uh, he became the chairman of that board. But you know, more than that, um, you know, over the years with uh, anybody that dealt with Richie, his department, um, he was an expert on city zoning, on um, zoning districts, on CDBG, federal funding. Anybody had a question in those areas, uh, they, everybody ran to Richie. He was the go-to guy um, and was uh, was always available, uh, treated everybody so well. He very active in his parish at St. Anne's um, for many, many years. He was uh, the head of the retirees from the city organization, nonprofit group. He uh, was an officer with the Quincy City Club for many years, helping people at Christmas time. Uh, remarkable individual, one of those special Quincy people that you just don't replace, Joe. Uh, he had a wonderful sense of humor as well. Uh, that, uh, oh, he did. Yeah. And he used to he used to make me angry, I'll tell you, because he <laughs> he could eat like a horse. The guy never put a pound on. <laughs> it's as thin as a rainbow. But... <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. He also was very active on the Flag Day Committee, I should say. Oh. Um, we used to meet on a flag day uh, mornings, and Richie was always there, was having his donut <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> um, but it's just a just a class guy, yeah. and, and certainly uh, a sympathy to uh, his wife Kathy and sons Chris and Jeff, the spouses and and the grandkids. Yes, yeah, it's a big loss for the city. Certainly, yeah. If folks, uh, the family's requesting uh, donations in lieu of flowers to my brother's keeper in Easton, which. Uh, Helps, Great organization. Uh, yes, helps folks uh, furnish their homes and, uh, and, and provide homes as well. So it's a great, great cause and great tribute to him as well. Indeed. Appreciate your time as always, Mayor. All right, Joe. Enjoy the day. Thank you. You too. Yep. Bye-bye.